Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Folds, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people, knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 15th of Adar, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Happy Shushan Purim to all of those celebrating in Jerusalem. Now, let's get to the news. Israeli police are on high alert after the military went into the West Bank looking for the man who they believe killed two brothers in their vehicle. One was 20 and the other 22 years old. They had been reportedly paused in traffic when they were gunned down by a Palestinian terrorist while passing the Palestinian city of Huara. The 48-year-old terrorist was killed in a gun battle along with five other men in the Janine refugee camp. That's six people in total. The man was a Hamas operative. The IDF also arrested two of the man's sons who are suspected of having worked with their father to carry out those killings. The two are in the hands of the Shin Bet, or Israel's security service, for investigation. Palestinian health authorities say 12 other people were injured during the arrests that happened yesterday on Tuesday. The Hamas terror organization down in the Gaza Strip threatened to send rockets into Israel as a response to the killings of Palestinians. Two IDF soldiers were injured during those raids. Four patients have received cornea transplants from the two brothers who were murdered in this recent terror attack in Huara. The operation took place at the Bellinson Hospital today. The IDF has now fired shells onto Hamas in Gaza after the army detected Hamas had sent explosive materials toward the border. There was reportedly a previously planted explosive device near an IDF bulldozer at the border, which was being activated by Hamas when the IDF caught it and responded by shelling the position of the Hamas attackers. Reports say Hamas sent explosive balloons toward Israel which is a technique from the terror organization that is exercised from time to time. A compromise proposal is coming out in regards to the much-fought-over judicial overhaul of the Supreme Court here in Israel, but the opposition says it's not enough. The compromise has been pushed forward by a number of public figures, including former Justice Minister Daniel Friedman and the former National Security Advisor Giora Eiland. Current Justice Minister Yariv Levin is actually welcoming some of the suggestions on it. The proposal calls for moderating some of the current moves, which include giving the government the opportunity to veto Supreme Court rulings and also choose who gets elected to the bench. The compromise calls for barring the high court from exercising judicial review over Israel's set of basic laws while offering judges the requirement to have a broader consensus when passing or amending bills. Currently, it's up to the Supreme Court to decide whether certain items are reasonable or not reasonable. It's actually referred to as reasonableness in English, and it exists since Israel does not quite have a constitution that judges 
could interpret the way that the United States has a constitution that judges are meant to interpret. Instead, the judges decide whether something is reasonable or not reasonable. Critics say this is not good enough because what is reasonable to one may not be reasonable to another. The current Minister of Justice, Levin, says the proposal is going in the right direction and is out of the box. His office says that they will examine it. Another part of this new proposal is to make appointments of judges based on consensus between the representatives of government, the judiciary, and the opposition. This is different because the current one calls to have only a 61 seat out of 120 seat majority vote for judges. This means that essentially the government would easily get to choose their judges. You just need 61. There are criticisms of this proposal, and the writers are longtime advocates of Supreme Court reform to begin with. So some of the critics say that they can't even trust the new one. And and one of the government representatives actually referred to this as a proposal in a Purim costume. However, this is the only formal proposal pushed forward that I have heard of since this issue became popular some months ago. The plan calls for two options for judicial appointments. The first creates an 11-member selection committee with six members from the government and coalition, two from the opposition, and three from the judiciary. An appointment to the Supreme Court would call for a majority of eight out of 11 members. We'll keep you updated on whether or not this plan moves ahead. In the meantime, Constitution, Law, and Justice Committee Chairman M.K., or member of Knesset Simcha Rothman, announced that the coalition is ready to continue its judicial overhaul for the final reading next week. The legislation approved the first reading on February 21st. If enacted, the government will hold control over judicial appointments and ban the High Court of Justice from reviewing basic laws. According to the bill, the government will directly control five out of the nine seats on the Judicial Selection Committee, which appoints judges to all courts in Israel, including the Supreme Court. A majority of five is needed to make appointments, so that means that the government will easily be able to get the majority that it needs, essentially having the government decide who is on the Supreme Court. Many critics say this is an issue for checks and balances in a country that basically has two legs of government. The government, the elected representatives, and the court. Rothman has been saying he is open to dialogue and conversation about the reforms, but says he will not stop voting. Opposition leader Yair Lapid responded that his rhetoric around compromise was fictional and said, quote, Look at what Rothman did today. He put out a schedule for legislation next week. They're continuing to legislate even as they say, dialogue, dialogue. It's a fraud. They need to stop this legislation. The nation is being torn apart. The economy is falling apart. What is the matter with them? Question mark, end quote. Hundreds of thousands of Israelis are in the streets for nearly two months now across cities throughout the nation. They are vehemently protesting this overhaul each week and sometimes even twice a week. In related news, the 69th Israeli Air Force Jet Squadron members have agreed to show up to their airbase as ordered, but only for conversations with their commanders. 
On Sunday, 37 of the 40 reservists from the Hammers Squadron, as they're known, declared they were boycotting their Wednesday training session as a protest against the ongoing government reforms and a recent settler rampage on the West Bank Palestinian town of Huara. Jewish settlers from the West Bank came and torched the city of Huara after the death of two Israeli settlers that we mentioned in our top story, the two, brother, the two brothers. The city was burned, cars and property destroyed, and one man was killed during what some people, some Israelis here in Israel, are calling a pogrom on that Palestinian city. One of the pilots stated, we are responding to the call of our commanders and will report to the unit for a dialogue with the soldiers. We have full confidence in our commanders and we will continue to serve the Jewish and democratic state of Israel as long as it is required. The Hammers Squadron is not the only body within the Israel Defense Force protesting against judicial reforms. Over the last two weeks, a growing list that includes elite members has threatened not to show up for duty. As a response, 6,000 IDF reservists have signed a petition affirming their commitment to defend the country. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said the reservists' protest threatens the foundation of our existence and therefore it has no place in our ranks, end quote. IDF Chief of Staff Herzi Halevi is warning Netanyahu that the protest could harm the country's operational capabilities. He is expected to meet with pilots, officers, and troops throughout the week to solve the matter. Tonight, I am hosting an event for International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. I'll be moderating a talk with the Canadian ambassador to Israel, Lisa Stadelbauer, and an American-Israeli filmmaker who highlights women's stories. Her name is Paula Queskin. I'll be moderating. The event is for people in their 20s and 30s in the Tel Aviv area. We begin tonight at 6.30 p.m. Israel time. For more details, go to the Tribe Tel Aviv Facebook page or my personal Facebook or Instagram at Shanna Full. That's S-H-A-N-N-A-F-U-L-D. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 12 degrees Celsius and a high of 21 degrees. That's 54 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 69 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. I, this morning, covered a great art exhibit in Herzliya. You can head over to my Instagram to see pictures from that. I'm sure that you'll recognize the art, though you might not know the artist's name. You'll certainly see his iconic icons. Go check it out. Thank you to Michelle Milner, our social media director, and Pedro Spiegel, our general news intern. He's got a big story coming to you soon. Now, let's hear a song called Dublin Day by a powerful American-Israeli female violinist, Ariella Zaitlin. Have a great and productive day. <laughs> 